millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, friends. And as always, welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. Just coming in from taking it back over on my good friend for 12 Anon's channel, Adel Nero. And we've got tons to discuss. I'm just getting everything ready here. We're definitely going to be talking about President Trump's case. He and Walt Nauta have both pled not guilty, as we knew they would. We have an update for you on that 7-Eleven armed robber who got his ass kicked. (laughs) Oh, yes. And it looks like the deep state has assassinated... A global critic of China. We're going to talk a little bit about Matt Gates's plan. He joined Brad and I last night. We did a little discussing about it, but I got some additional thoughts. See you in a second. 
The U.S. dollar has lost 85% of its value since the 1970s. That's when the dollar was decoupled from gold. And right now, it seems like the government is hell-bent on continuing that tradition. From now until the next election, you can bet the government is going to print as much money as they want. And the last time they did that, inflation went up by 9%. You see, gold is the one asset that has been proven to withstand inflation. And you can invest in gold with Noble Gold Investments. And when you do, you're also going to get this 24-karat, quarter-ounce gold standard coin for free. So visit Noble Gold Investments at my special website, redpill78gold.com. Once again, that's Noble Gold Investments at redpill78gold.com or simply dial 877-646-5347 and they're going to answer the phone any time of the day. Noble Gold is the only gold company I trust and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Good afternoon. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you being here with us today on this fine Thursday afternoon. I want to say thank you very much to Just Duckies for getting it started over there on the foxholepilled.com chat. Uh, excuse me, pilled.net. What am I saying? Also, Doug Simey, thank you very much for that cookie as well. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us. If you wouldn't mind, I would sincerely appreciate it if you could help me out by hitting that like button or even perhaps sharing the show at the same time. It would certainly mean a lot and it would help us get the word out about the fact that truth lives here. Before we get into the news, guys, I wanted to give a big shout out to the people who sent me some stuff that arrived in my mailbox today. So I want to say thank you to P. Chartrand for sending me her book, Freedom Thieves. I cannot wait to read it. Uh, it looks like it is a, a riveting tale. 2020 and 2021 were two of the most tumultuous years the world has ever known. As 2022 began, some people were still wondering what on earth has happened to our world? What, who are these people doing this to us? Some thought recent past events were surely the beginning of the end, or as some like to call it, SHTF. Shit hitting the fan. So are we really living through the end of days? Is this the end, or is there more chaos coming? No one suspected what was happening until almost too late. However, the real story is the who, what, where, and why of it all. What will happen to our world as we go up against the most evil of evil? Where is our hope? Is there still a future for mankind and the earth? I'd like to think that there is, uh, but I'm still going to read it to find out what uh, they believe. So let me also say thank you so much to Linda for sending me this card right here. It's uh, by a, a, a local artist in Watertown, Minnesota. His name is Brett Buzz Hansen Begg. Says that he designs tattoos, plays poker, and cracks jokes at the local watering hole. Brett aspires to win the World Series of Poker someday, but for now he plans to make ends meet by selling his artwork. So looks like Linda supported him by sending me this card. Uh, now, to commission his work, you can get a hold of Brett uh, at designsbybretthb at gmail.com, or you can visit his website, seemyart.us, and check out his Facebook page as well. So thank you very much, Brett, for this card. Uh, and then uh, Linda said, uh, Zach, uh, I found you in 2018, and I've been listening to you ever since. 
You make me smile singing the national anthem a lot and laugh out loud with your comments and your, especially your rants. Uh, my best to you and Lisa, and thanks so much for your hard work and integrity, Linda. And I'm sorry, I meant to say your screen name first. I don't know if you want me to dox your real name with your screen name, so I'll just say Linda. Thank you very much, Linda. And if you're out there in the chat, say hi to everybody and let them know. Also, Hunter and Hayden Herpe, the uh, the the children of a couple that watch the show, uh, the Herpe family, they have sent me another card from Homer, Alaska. Ale- evidently, it's the halibut fishing capital of the world. I did not know that, but geez, oh, Pete's, look at how many fish those boys caught. Look at that. Good fishing up there in Alaska. And then right here, we have a picture of the boys and their family. This is a great-looking family. I'm so happy you guys have added us to your list of cards that you send out every time there's a, a, a holiday or something going on. So thank you very much. Also, I wanted to say thank you very much to the people at National Write Your Congressman. I want to make sure it doesn't dox my address right there. National Write Your Congressman. National Write Your Congressman is an organization uh, that works to uh, get campaigns together to send letters and communications to your congressman uh, in the hopes, of course, that they're going to listen to what we have to say. Uh, They sent me a certificate, and you can see that right here. Look at that. This certifies that Zach Payne is an informed, engaged, and responsible American patriot making a difference. This certification is exclusively reserved for National Write Your Congressman members who are defending the individual liberties set forth by our founding fathers, participating in the legislative process by preserving our freedoms. And it's signed by the president and the chief executive officer. I am proud to be able to have this and display it here in my office. I really appreciate it. And I want you to check out National write your congressman they have a website they have an email distribution list that you can get on and they have action items things that you can do to try to help out america and preserve our individual liberties as lined up in our founding documents so thank you very very much to them uh now i think that uh do 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 uh, yes, uh, it's okay, Julia. I, uh, y- you can always go back and watch the, the show later on. So no big deal. But yes, uh, please check out National Right Your Congressman. They're good people. All right. So let's look at the news here. Secrets dropped an EMP. Jeez, oh, Pete's. Thank you, Secrets. Says, thank you, RP. I need to say thank you to you for uh, supporting the program and supporting my efforts to continue bringing truth to the masses. So let's talk about this plan. I don't know if you guys were tuned in last night on Altered State with Brad and I, but we kind of discussed the particulars of this plan. I think that no matter what you believe is going on behind the scenes, uh, this is a firm backup plan that we may be able to rely on should the deep state ultimately get their way because let's be honest they want to put donald trump away for good uh they want to destroy him and his attempts to save america as he always says they're not after him they're after us and he's just in the way so uh matt gates has this plan to essentially call donald trump in to testify and offer him immunity it would shield him from any prosecution or efforts by either state or federal prosecutors, uh, to essentially lock him up for good. So the only thing that I think we need to consider here is the timing. If Matt Gates is to do this too soon, then Donald Trump will not be afforded the right to go through the trial process. And that would mean 
that he wouldn't have the ability to present all of the evidence that we know exists about the fraudulent 2020 election in court. So I think we need to hold off on actually doing this. But I would really like to see some more efforts from people in Congress. You know, you've got people like Matt Gates who he, he's a, he's a good talker, right? He's got a lot to say. Generally, he's pretty based. Uh, I think that he is a patriot. Uh, but talk doesn't always equate to action. And I know that there are people in Congress uh, that could force the hand of the powers that be, you know, the overlords of uh, of this system that we find ourselves in. So here's what Matt Gates said. This isn't complicated. If House Republicans take action, Jack Smith could be the first prosecutor to bring a case while under criminal contempt himself. Attorney General Merrick Garland could be subject to impeachment if he refuses to enforce that criminal contempt. This is an aspect of the plan that I think can be engaged in immediately. Matt Gates continues, Speaker Kevin McCarthy could set up a select committee tomorrow, bring President Trump in to testify, and grant him immunity. Set up the select committee. Let's get it going. No time like the present. Have it ready. Just hold off on scheduling President Trump. Have it ready. So that when the time comes, if necessary, you can call him in. And uh, who knows? President Trump uh, may decline to be given uh, full immunity if uh, if he engages in something like this, because I don't believe he's done anything wrong. And I don't believe that Donald Trump believes he's done anything wrong. Uh, Now, continuing, he says, here's what we ought to do. And we can't make it complicated. First, uh, we should tell Jack Smith He's got to show up to give us a transcribed interview to the House Judiciary Committee in the next 15 days. And if they do that, if they do that, they can do that at any time. All right. Jack Smith should be forced to come in and testify. I think that he should go on the record about what's been happening behind the scenes uh, and uh, exactly what his state of mind is. I know that there are people who think Jack Smith is a good guy. I think it's possible that he may be doing good things without realizing it, but I find it difficult to believe that Jack Smith is, uh, is, is doing this like out of the goodness of his heart. I don't know. I mean, I may be missing the forest for the trees here, but I think what's important, as I always say, is uh, what this looks like because the rest of this nation needs to see this. They need to see... A a dictatorial authoritarian regime attempting to destroy the political opposition. Jack Smith is representative of that dictatorial authoritarian regime. And so Jack Smith's part that he's playing is to try to take down Donald Trump. Uh, and so that's what people need to get through their heads. Uh, I, th- I think that it's uh, it's it's fruitless uh, for us to go around telling people that Jack Smith is uh, is a white hat and uh, and that we got nothing to worry about. I think people need to worry. I think that people need to worry bigly. I think that people need to be afraid of their country being destroyed by individuals who would like to subvert and essentially erase it. If People believe that there is no danger, then they have no reason to act or to change the way they do things. That's why I always say it's so important to uh, attempt to discern what it is this actually is intending to impress upon people. Uh, I don't think that it's uh, to show people that Donald Trump is uh, – 
is somehow pulling the strings behind the scenes. I think that that's fine for people to believe that themselves, but not everybody out there is going to jive with that explanation. Now, if Jack Smith does not show up for that uh, testimony that they demand within 15 days, they issue a subpoena. That subpoena has legal authority. If he ignores that subpoena, then they hold him in criminal contempt of Congress. I think it was uh, Peter Navarro and, uh, and and Steve Bannon that they attempted to put in prison for refusing to testify to the January 6th committee. And then you have Merrick Garland. We need to get rid of Merrick Garland, too. So if Merrick Garland won't enforce that criminal contempt, then he subjects himself to an impeachment. I think there are ample reasons already on the table to impeach Merrick Garland. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with getting another one on the uh, on the docket. So simultaneously to that, Matt Gates's plan continues. You have Trump come in for the testimony, and then in doing so, you immunize him, and you think about it like whistleblower protections. President Trump, the ultimate whistleblower, potentially the beneficiary of congressional immunity. The one aspect that I see here that could work is if President Trump does come in as a whistleblower and brings with him all that aforementioned evidence of the election being stolen in 2020. If it's presented to Congress, if it has the uh, the power of evidence because he's under oath, uh, you know, that may have an impact as well. But I also believe that there's the possibility that the mainstream media and the left and certainly the Democrats in Congress, they're going to say that it holds no weight because it's a Republican committee. It's a partisan uh, Congress. And so they're going to go ahead and, uh, and just discount it. So I, I think that ultimately the most powerful manner that this information can be injected into the public consciousness is through the court actions against Donald Trump. But it's good to know that this is there on the back burner, that this is something that could be done. So uh, let me just say thank you to uh, Filter Dog One who says RP78 doubleheader. Glad to have you here. Thank you for chilling with us. Uh, coming over from Badlands, Anon Doc 77 dropped a whole fistful of cookies. One, two, three, four. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. All right, and uh, do, do, do. let me pull up something else over here. Yes, uh, Eliza Jane, I don't think Trump wants pardoned. He wants justice, true justice. I agree with you. Uh, so I, I think that this is probably something that Donald Trump is going to get wind of. Uh, I do not believe that he should be pardoned, ultimately because he's done nothing wrong. President Trump uh, would like for justice to be done. He would like for America to be saved. He, he would like for everything to be put back, to be put to be made right. Uh, and I think pardoning him would uh, be a blight on his legacy. Uh, there is no need to pardon him. So I, I don't think we need to worry about it unless, of course, the deep state attempts to uh, put him in prison for the rest of his life. Uh, I mean, at that point, that would uh, I mean, well, he, that wouldn't be a pardon. That way, that, I mean, because the only person who can pardon you is the president. So he wouldn't be pardoned. He wouldn't be needed. He doesn't want he doesn't need to be granted immunity. That's I, I'm sorry. I should have I should have said it that way. All right. So certainly just something that I think uh, needs to be examined. We need to talk about that. All right. Now, some new information has come out about GBI strategies. If you caught Brad and I show last night, we went into a deep dive and uh, it looks like the Gateway Pundit dug up some of the same information that I was able to get yesterday. They actually published uh, the pictures of uh, the home of what I assume is uh, Gary Bell Gossett. On the left, you have uh, that 
palatial estate I mentioned last night, uh, which is a uh, a, looks like a million dollar house down in Tennessee. And then on the right, you have another address that's connected to GBI strategies through that black pack document, which showed the eleven point two million dollars funneled through Joe Biden and the black pack into GBI strategies coffers. So. This is all, again, coming from the report that was revealed in Muskegon in the state of Michigan. You had uh, multiple offices in the state of Michigan that were operating, probably injecting fraudulent ballot applications into the system. Uh, of course, they had uh, numerous issues with those ballot applications, appeared to be written by the same person, had addresses and phone numbers that didn't work. I mean, they weren't real addresses and phone numbers. You had signatures that didn't match what was on file. Uh, and there was an investigation by the state of Michigan. It was ultimately passed off to the FBI. The FBI completely buried the whole thing. So, In that police report, that's how we learned about the connection between Joe Biden's campaign, the DNC, the DSCC, a whole bunch of other agencies uh, from the Democrat machine. Uh, We also learned that GBI strategies had been in business since 2014, and there was a connection to Doug Jones's campaign for Senate back in 2018. For that one, they were paid $1.5 million. Um, and then you can't forget about the raid that was done on GBI Strategies, uh, covert office location in Muskegon, Michigan, uh, in what was once a optometrist office. Now had been closed for some time. Uh, they found partial and, uh, filled out voter registration forms. Uh, there were also those Pelican cases with, uh, semi-automatic rifles, which included suppressors and optics. These were highly customized pistols, probably pretty nice. And, uh, you have to ask, uh, what were they going to be using? Those uh, those rifles uh, uh, to uh, to do. I mean, if it's if they're a, a a community organizer, why do they need an arsenal of of weapons with silencers so that they can quietly protect themselves? I just I don't think that uh, that makes a lot of sense. So the other thing, and I didn't even mention this yesterday, but the former Secretary of State Ruth Johnson, who was Secretary of State at one time while I was living there, uh, she told the Gateway pundit that she estimates over 800,000 ballot applications were sent to non-qualified voters in Michigan. So that's essentially 800,000 opportunities for the Democrats and the deep state to inject these fraudulent ballots into the system. So with Gary Bell right here, uh, full name Gary Bell Gossett, uh, he does not like to put his stuff out there on the internet. You can barely find anything about him. There was that one website, the Comp Mo Group, uh, where Gary Bell had a profile page. By the time Brad and I went on the air, Comp Mo had removed Gary Bell's page from the front-facing portion of the website. Luckily, we had the uh, actual address to that page so we could still get there. But it looks like in the meantime, they've actually deleted the entire CompMo group website. Uh, hang on just a second. And uh, here it is. <laughs> it just doesn't exist anymore. They don't want anybody finding any information out about Gary or anybody else. Certainly, they don't want you to know about that $11.2 million Joe Biden's campaign paid out. Now, here is a screen grab uh, from the uh, the job searcher website that I found last night. Uh, you had uh, GBI Strategies LLC. That's the same company. They had twelve positions that they were hiring for. They had all of these locations in Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Washington D.C. 
And they had multiple locations, excuse me, multiple positions per location. Uh, you even have the titles of the jobs they were looking for. Regional field manager, administrative assistant, registration specialist, supervisor. But the only thing is when you go to click on any of these specific jobs, they go to a dead end which means that those jobs were recently removed from the Job Searcher website. So you can still see the link association, but you can't actually get to the specific site. Also, Edwin Pierre is a Jacksonville area man, Jacksonville, Florida, I'm pretty certain, uh, who was uh, running the GBI Strategies field office in what appears to be Flint, Michigan. He is the only person on LinkedIn to have a profile that connects anyone to GBI strategies. Gary Bell, Gary Bell Gossett, uh, Gary Gossett. You can't find anything related to him on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, And it looks like this man, Edwin Pierre, had been working at uh, the location for quite some time. So uh, that home that I showed last night and I showed at the beginning of the show, that's the one that's in Cordova, Tennessee. There's a couple of white vans parked in the driveway. Um, now, obviously, nondescript white vans, uh, those are something that I would imagine would be meant to blend into the background so people don't really think that there's anything to pay attention to. They're also the kinds of vans that you could throw a giant U.S. Postal Service magnet on the side to transport fake, phony ballots to and from uh, a location to another location. So these two white vans could have easily been used uh, to covertly move around and uh, and have people just not pay too much attention to them. So uh, the other location is located in Alexandria, Virginia. That's where Gary Gossett supposedly lived. Now, this location in Alexandria, Virginia, was actually a duplex. It was built in 1950. It's very small. It's only 896 square feet. And Gary Bell is supposedly living at that address along with 40 other people. Does that sound like maybe it's just another address they used as a location for voter registrations? Perhaps uh, someone had rented out the use of that address so that they could just register companies there. Here is that paperwork from the Black Pack paying out the $11.2 million to Joe, excuse me, to uh, GBI Strategies on behalf of Joseph R. Biden Jr. And you can see here uh, all of the relevant information. This is uh, a, a, a reporting that is required by the Federal Elections Commission. And then there's also a location where you can find additional information about GBI strategies through open secrets uh, and then also through corporate secrets as well. So the only locations that we can identify that are associated with GBI strategies are two residential buildings. Uh, that in and of itself is pretty strange, especially when you understand that they are a multi-million dollar company. They were doing a lot of business from one candidate, nearly $12 million. Now, this is simply uh, a mention of the fact that CompMo Group have deleted their entire website. Uh, clearly, they're not interested in answering any questions about Gary Bell Gossett or the investigation into voter fraud taking place in Michigan. Now, uh, I don't know if this investigation was dispensed, if, if they have fully closed it, or if the FBI just kind of quietly sealed it. Uh, 
and decided that they didn't want to talk to anybody about it. Um, but if you didn't check it yesterday, then uh, this is where I got the information about Gary Bell and how many different offices he had. Contmo Group on his page, uh, his, his web profile, suggested that they had offices in 20 states organizing operations in 20 states, and then they were lending logistical and consulting support to another seven states. Um, Don't know exactly who else may have hired them, but I feel like the CompMo uh, GBI Strategies Rosetta Stone is our key to learn exactly what they were doing in swing states to hijack these elections. Well, certainly it's one aspect of the manner that they could do that. So, Gary Bell, I think, is uh, uh, is a longtime deep state election organizer doing shady business deals, uh, spending funds for these candidates when they don't want the paper trail coming back to them. Oh, because the other thing they found at the location they raided was a whole bunch of those prepaid cash cards and burner phones. Uh, there's no reason to, you know, buy that stuff unless you're trying to hide your tracks about, you know, what you do and uh, what you're up to. Uh, so Gary Bell has essentially disappeared from the face of the earth. Compmo Group has disappeared from the face of the earth. GBI Strategies only can be tracked back to a couple of residential locations in Spook Central, Alexandria, Virginia, and Cordova, Tennessee. And uh, it just uh, is going to be a matter of time before we find new information about him and where Gary Bell is currently. Here is actually a picture which appears to be taken from social media uh, coming from Applebaum's uh, website. He has that program he wrote called XR Vision, uh, which uses facial recognition technology to find people on the Internet who have attempted to uh, disguise their behavior and their tracks. Um Interesting piece of information that also came out in the last 24 hours, or excuse me, just earlier this morning, is that the GBI Strategies LLC as an organization was dissolved in Tennessee back in 2017. So that begs the question, what was the legality of the payments that were being made to GBI Strategies? What about these political action committees doing business with a business that didn't technically exist? And how were they able to open up these locations if they didn't have any corporate structure? Who's paying taxes on those millions of dollars that GBI Strategies was bringing in? Does that mean that it was all going through Gary Bell Gossett's personal bank account? Uh, Only time will tell. We're going to have to wait and see about this one. Uh, I think that's all the only new information available in that article. Now, uh, I'm sure that if you've been watching the show for any length of time, you probably remember when my good friend Nate Kane was a visitor on the show. He was involved in an election fraud investigation that was being handled by people in the Trump administration. Uh, Bill Barr was directly involved in that investigation. They found evidence of election fraud. And Bill Barr put a stop to the investigation. He put a, the kibosh on the investigation. Dang it, my camera is starting to overheat. Um, hold on just a second. I'm going to try to uh, swap cameras here real quick. Oh, shoot. that's Well, if, if my camera shuts off, guys, I'm going to have to switch cameras, and, and we'll deal with that in a second. But actually, let me take a break for the second half of the show, and I'll get that sorted out while the, the ad is rolling. 
And just like that, half the year is done and gone. And in that time, my digital money has gifted us with some majestic crypto bull runs. Bitcoin, of course, remains the king with an 80% gain year to date. And financial institutions like Fidelity and others have announced funds they are actively working on to provide Bitcoin access to their clients. Ethereum gained 55% year to date, fueled by the Chappella upgrade. And Litecoin went up 35.25% year to date after it was chosen by Citadel Securities and Fidelity-backed EDX markets to trade on its exchange. Bitcoin Cash, it's up 176% year-to-date. And my digital money has been emphasizing the importance of long-term data when investing for a long time. Don't get caught up in the daily social media chatter. Don't get caught up in politics, not when it comes to your investments. What you should be concerned about is how to invest securely. So invest with my digital money. When you invest with my digital money, your funds are secure. They will never commingle with our funds. In fact, no matter what happens with my digital money, your funds are always safe. So if you're ready to invest in cryptocurrency, invest with mydigitalmoney.com. Click the link in the description box below. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. Sorry, guys, I was muted. I was, I'm trying to figure out how to get this working, and I was apologizing for uh, the issue that it's giving me. Okay, so let me go back here, and let me turn on the camera here. Okay, and I just need to adjust this. No, that's not the one. No, that's not the one. No, that's not the one. What the heck? There we go. Okay. Okay. Uh, there we go. All right. That's not so bad, is it? That's not bad at all. Okay, great. Yeah, sorry, guys. I'm a perfectionist. All right, so I got my I got my main camera turned off. We got my backup working. So let's talk about Bill Barr. Let's talk about Bill Barr and the investigation into election fraud that he shut down back in uh, in 2020. Uh, Nate Kane and some other people were involved in an official election fraud investigation. 
They brought evidence of this fraud to Bill Barr. He knew about it. He shut the uh, investigation down. And that's in addition to what we see here. Now, you might say Bill Barr, maybe he didn't want to let the cat out of the bag so soon. Uh, maybe the whole plan was to ensure that this information came out under Joe Biden. And uh, it was something that Joe Biden would have to be responsible for revealing to the American people. Or maybe just the impact of it coming out under the Biden regime would be more impactful for the country. I don't know. I'm not certain. But all I can tell you is that Bill Barr knew about it and he shut it down. Doesn't mean to me that Bill Barr is a black hat necessarily. Um, and we'll have to see what's going on. I think Bill Barr is probably going to be asked to testify in these upcoming trials against Donald Trump. So what he actually says in those trials is going to be very, very important. Now, uh, with this word now coming out about uh, the investigation in Muskegon being aware of uh, being on Bill Barr's register uh, and him shutting it down, we're getting this information from uh, this man that you see on screen right here, Andrew Kloster. Uh, he is the general counsel, personnel policy operations, uh, former White House official. <clears throat> so. He worked in the Donald Trump White House. He worked directly with Bill Barr and others that were looking into claims of election fraud. And he said he's the one who told Bill Barr about this Muskegon investigation. Bill smacked it down, he says, and killed that investigation. Uh, so the investigation appears to have been buried not only by Bill Barr, but also, of course, politicians in Michigan, uh, and other investigators, as well as the press that uh, didn't want you, the American people, to know about what was really happening. Okay. Gosh, now I'm starting to hang on. Let me fix it just a little bit more. Okay. All right. I also I, I also fixed my microphone to be a little bit different. Uh, and my desk, everything's just a little bit different. It's just, it always throws me off. I am, um, Lisa always says that I, I get air, airport face. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. I mean, I could probably see it on somebody else, but, um, like I'm just, I'm such a creature of habit and yes, I'm a perfectionist when something is not the way that I intended it to be. It plagues me. Like, I don't even know how to describe it to you. It's like, Knowing that something isn't the way that I intended it to be can be um, a maddening uh, thing in my brain. It just won't stop, and I can't turn that off. So um, I think that uh, Bill Barr being asked about having knowledge of these investigations uh, is certainly something that should be asked in Donald Trump's trial. Uh, and for him to have been told about this investigation into voter fraud in the state of Michigan and to have not done anything about it, I think that that will certainly have an impact in Donald Trump's case because it shows that uh, there is evidence to suggest that Donald Trump was right. There was election fraud taking place. There was voter fraud taking place. And official sources, whether it's the state or federal government, worked specifically to shut it down. So Steve Bannon asked him, tell me your story related to the situation that's come up in the last few days. Uh, and Andrew Kloster says, so it was kind of funny. I saw GBI strategies on a tweet and I immediately went down the rabbit hole because it brought back a lot of memories of the waning days of the Trump administration. 
I was uh, personally involved with a group of people who were Trump administration officials, and we were trying to find any justification we could to not only keep Donald Trump in office, to find some precedents uh, to uh, locate evidence of fraud uh, or to find uh, you know like some security related reason uh, how we could keep Donald Trump in office um, there was uh, a couple of people who were working in the White House and I was I was asked to be a part of this it was probably one of the uh, uh, coolest moments of my life. Certainly, it felt like um, I had the potential to save the world by, uh, you know, helping Donald Trump to stay in office. I don't know how many people were, you know, working on efforts like that, but I'll tell you what, man. You know, I mean, it, it was a great honor to be considered um, uh, to be a person that could be asked to do something like that. Uh, And, uh, of course, it was personally devastating for me and so many others when President Trump was forced out of office. Couldn't believe it. Uh, I'm 5'10". I'm 5'10". I may may be getting on uh, 5'11". Now, I don't know. I mean, I've been growing in my old age. Okay, so... mm. Oh, gosh. Esther, I wish I was over six feet tall. I gotta be honest with you guys. When I was a kid... I was like, all I wanted, I just wanted to be six foot just because my dad was six foot. And so I was like, God, if I if I could make it to be six one, then I'll be like, you know, that much taller than my dad. And I thought that that was super cool. Hold on. Let me change the color on this because I feel like that heat is. uh, It's too much. Okay, come on. Why aren't you working? And why can't I adjust it? Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. We're just going to shut that off because I feel like that, that, that pink is too much all right so getting back to gary's story enough of my story he said i was the main personal attorney government-wide and i was the hatchet man and all of that so i did a lot of spot projects and fixing just generally across the admin on behalf of the president and his agenda i've been in this movement for a long time i was at heritage Uh, i've worked with lots of people at the state level i did the wisconsin investigation for gableman so i have a wide network Uh, yeah. Okay. And I got a call basically saying, look, I've got a spooked law enforcement senior guy. He's been there like 20 years, unimpeachable record out of Muskegon, Michigan. And he's got a story that we think is worth looking into. And that's exactly what Gateway Pundit talked about. So I can confirm a lot of the details and give you some more. What ended up happening, in my understanding, I reached out, spoke to some local law enforcement. What happened was there was this woman, my understanding, is basically loitering outside of a Dropbox all day. And she gets picked up by a junior guy and arrested because he's like, what are you doing? You're stuffing this box. What's going on? So they arrest her and she basically spills the beans. She's a Democratic operative. She's got filled out ballots like 7000 is what I was hearing. So they arrested her. Now, the senior guy. My understanding was off at the time. So the junior guy who picked her up got her statement and releases her. And she went back to Detroit. She went back to Detroit. The senior guy comes back the next day or later in the day. And he says, what the no? You had her dead to rights. Why did you release her? And he starts trying to get an extradition order from Detroit because this is before the election. We're hearing that there could be voter fraud. And you've got someone basically copping to it all. And they caught her with her hand in the cookie jar. Now, Detroit, of course, doesn't give an extradition order. And the next thing you know, everyone clams up. And I'm hearing, well, Benson's leaning on people, threatening jobs. So when I hear this at the time, you know, we've got our eyes out, at least the loyal ones. And I try to raise a red flag. I do a little bit of reaching out, not to disrupt anything, but just to kind of vet and make sure that I'm dealing with people who aren't lying and people who are credible. And then I reach out to different components within the Trump administration, that is. There's at least probable cause, 
Now, I'm an attorney. I've worked on some criminal stuff. There's at least probable cause here. Someone you should take a look, talk with the relevant law enforcement and figure out what happened here. Because just as what happened with, you know, they've basically got somebody copping to voter fraud and, you know, you get the whole story. And the next thing you know, they're out in Jamaica or whatever. The Dems have found this person, co-opted them, told them to shut up and then plugged all the leaks. Now, knowing about the weapons and silencers that were found at the uh, offices of GBI Strategies, I wonder if this woman is still alive. I wonder what happened to her. Did the Democrats just get to her and tell her to shut up, or did they shut her up? It's worth asking. He He continues, there were basically, my understanding was that there was standing orders not to deal with election matters, both from the White House counsel and from Barr. I happen to know Barr's chief of staff, Will Levi, because I had worked at Heritage with him, and I ran into him at lunch basically for Senate staffers, and he had been a Senate counsel when I was there, so I knew him. I called him up, and I tried to put it up the flagpole into the voting rights section, CRD, DOJ, and the White House counsel in a couple of different places, and I got stiff-armed. And then later on, I hear from Johnny and others that basically then the White House counsel swoops in and starts screaming, what the hell are you guys doing? So that's really the nuts and bolts of it. So obviously, people were told not to look at this stuff, not to deal with this stuff. And I think the real question is, would it have mattered if they were looking at it, if they were taking a look at all of these things? During the waning days of Trump's administration, would they have been able, with the people bringing this to the attention of the administration, would they have been powerful enough to get it past those deep state gatekeepers or would they have simply buried it? I mean, it looks like they did bury it, but would, would they have been successful if it would have gotten wider distribution? I don't know. All I can say is that now I think people are paying attention, perhaps to a a greater degree than they would have previously. So now we're going to have to see how this plays out. And uh, I, for one, am extremely excited. All right, continuing on. Your attorney, Zach, I don't have, I don't have an attorney. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't have an attorney. mm, Maybe I missed something in the chat, but yeah, I I don't have an attorney. Um, So, this is um, this is kind of shocking here. Um, in Ecuador, they're in the midst of an election, and uh, a candidate they claim is a, a right wing candidate, so that means conservative. Uh, somebody who was an outspoken critic of China uh, was just assassinated. His uh, name was Fernando Villavicencio. He was assassinated at a campaign rally. This is the kind of stuff you expect to see in Central and South America. Uh, He was shot in the head three times. There was also a grenade found at the scene, so they did not care about killing as many people as possible. I'm going to play this video, and if you don't want to see the violence, then I'm going to ask you to avert your eyes. Uh, But once I play it, There's no turning back. (laughs) 
So this presidential candidate is now dead. And although I don't know anything about him in particular, I had never heard of him until this uh, this assassination took place. I can tell you this. Allies of the deep state do not get assassinated. Uh, People who are working for the citizenry of the nations where they live, those are the people who get assassinated. So coming from El Pai, El Pai, El Pais, Pais, uh, it's a Spanish language news outlet. Uh, the candidate for the presidency of Ecuador, Fernando Villa Vicencio, was shot to death this Wednesday afternoon after participating in a campaign rally in Quito. The attack occurred in a school in the capital from which the applicant came. Villa Vicencio, who most polls placed in fourth or fifth position among the opponents who will dispute the succession of Guillermo Lasso on August 20th, presented himself as a battering ram against corruption under the slogan, it's time for the brave. Look at this. Yeah, so he was going up against corruption. He was Ecuador's corruption detector. The 59-year-old politician was a member of the assembly until it was dissolved and chaired the audit commission. Oh, man. He was criticized for his actions in the impeachment process against Lasso because that commission issued a report favorable to the president that did not have the support of other legislators. The attacks occur when there are 11 days to go before the elections in a county asphyxiated by an unprecedented crisis. During the campaign, the mayor of Manta, a key port for drug trafficking, and the candidate for the assembly have been assassinated. So something tells me that this is probably related to organized crime. Uh, let's go take a look at this video. Fredo Awakening over on Rumble. Thank you very much for this, the uh, the Rumble rant. People were thinking you are an attorney for some reason. Maybe it's because you slept in a Holiday Inn Express last night. No, I'm not. A, I'm not an attorney. No, no, no. I was reading uh, the statements of an attorney, um, and uh, maybe they were confused because I said that I was on uh, and kind of an ad hoc uh, organization, a commission to try to keep President Trump in office and expose the election fraud. But so was the guy that I was reading his comments. No, I am not an attorney. Uh, my education and my background is in uh, public administration and uh, nonprofit administration. So I know about funding. Uh, I know about uh, the, the the routing of these organizations. Uh, and here we go. That's them trying to get him to uh, emergency services. But obviously, if he was shot in the head three times, there's uh, there's no hope. Now, a, a criminal organization has claimed responsibility for the death. Uh, they are a gang known as Los Lobos, obviously based in Ecuador. Uh, and they said that uh, this video they posted on Twitter uh, is uh, in response to the decisions that this guy made. Uh, so I'll, I'll read to you the uh, the translation of what they said. But they are known as Ecuador's um, 
Well, okay. So they have more than 8,000 inmates spread across Ecuador's prisons. And Los Lobos is identified by Insight Crime Observatory as the second largest criminal group in Ecuador. So I, I, you can equate this to like, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the narco cultura down in Mexico, the, the, uh, uh, the cartels. It's the same type of thing. I mean, a drug uh, drug trafficking is a huge uh, uh, thing down in Ecuador. And uh, obviously, you know, the CIA is real big in drug trafficking. So I'm not saying that they had anything to do with this assassination, but it wouldn't surprise me. Um, they emerged following the death of uh, the leader of Ecuador's largest group, Los Chaneros. And so it paved the way for the rise of other dissident groups involved in drug trafficking. Sounded like one group had the market cornered, and uh, and then there's uh, uh, been a uh, kind of stirrup. Now, Los Chineros is known to be an offshoot of the Sinaloa cartel in Ecuador. Sinaloa, that is a uh, a, a, a storied and uh, and and uh, and very old drug cartel operating in uh, South and Central America. Fernando Villa Vicencio was shot dead yesterday on the 9th following a speech that he gave in Quinto. Uh, again, he was ranked fourth in the polls, and he had previously been receiving threats from members of Los Chineros. So it sounds like multiple drug trafficking gangs wanted to get rid of him. Uh, so Los Lobos is involved in international cocaine trafficking, as is the Central Intelligence Agency. And they had also been linked to other brutal deaths in Ecuadorian prisons. In May of 2022, they were responsible for a riot that left 43 people dead in Santo Domingo prison. Uh, you can see the exact moment that the presidential candidate was shot to death. I'm not going to play that, but it shouldn't be too difficult to find. That's just too gruesome. Um, and then again, here is him getting into his car and uh, he was killed uh, by someone in the crowd. Um looks like there's a number of different angles that are uh, out there. You can... Find them if you want. I'm not going to play that because it's just too gruesome for me. Um, it begs the question, you know, if he was polling fourth, then what was it that he did that was so bad that they had to um, they had to get rid of him? Um, so I have the video on Telegram. Let me actually read you what it allegedly says. Good evening, people of Ecuador. We want to bring this to everyone, that every time corrupt politicians fail to fulfill their obligations, we have a promise. They will be eliminated. We are the Los Lobos clan. We take responsibility for today's events. This is what happens when the corrupt officials break their word. You too, Jan Topic, mother effing, keep your word. If you don't keep your promise, Jan Topic, you'll be next. Wolves, wolves, go. So that is Los Lobos uh, taking responsibility for the murder of uh, Fernando Villavicencio. Uh, so they're accusing him of being corrupt. And I think that they also uh, claimed that he was taking funding from the United States of America. Kind of ironic uh, when it actually appears that he was the one who was working to stamp out corruption 
in uh, Ecuador. Uh, yeah, so uh, we all know that we're living in the mirror world, so it doesn't surprise me. I mean, this is clearly a, a narrative that uh, they're working to spread to impugn the name of this man that they just murdered, uh, where he was honestly probably one of the only people in that nation that was not on the take and that was working to stamp out cocaine trafficking. Um Obviously, cocaine trafficking in those parts of the world, it's deeply embedded into the uh, the culture of the government, into the criminal underworlds. And anybody who stands in that way, you know, I mean, take a look at what they did to Colombia in the 1980s and 1990s. Um, XSK8R. Oh, got the jab. Oh, my friend. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, the spike. The spike you say you run a nonprofit? That's cool. Um, Yeah, so XSKDAR, it ruined my life. Loss of strength, unreal joint pain that kept me from sleeping for months, almost self-deleted. I am so sorry to hear that. And I'm glad that you didn't self-delete. And I just, I want to go on record because I hate it when I see people in the chat uh, attacking people for feeling that they had no other choice than to take the jab. We have got to be here to welcome people with open arms who have gone through difficult experiences. For some people, you know, uh, the only thing that can convince you of a fact or, uh, you know, an experience is being the one to go through that experience. So I am so sorry about the loss of quality of life that you've experienced. I think that uh, God put you in this position so that you could educate other people. And I hope that uh, you go ahead and do that. God, I am so sorry. The blessing dot site. Okay. Hang on. Let me, uh, we'll, we'll pull that up. I'll pull that up before we're done here. But um, the blessing dot site. Let's see. Oh, okay. Yeah, hold on. Let me just let me just pull this up real quick. Spike, do you care if I pull this up on air? Um, I well, I guess you well, you you must not because you threw it into the chat. But a better way for adult foster care residents. That's a beautiful home. Uh, 1 Corinthians 27.31, you, now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administrating, and various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But earnestly desire the higher gifts, and I will show you a still more excellent way. Uh, Excellent stuff. Okay, so Christian faith-based care, private 24-7 care, nutritional chef activities, and transportation. So obviously this is an organization based in faith that's working specifically to help adults who are in uh, probably the most vulnerable position of their life. How cool. How cool is that? That's great. Well, good for you, Spike. I'm glad that you are involved in uh, in that very noble work. Very, very cool. Thank you so much. I love you too. I appreciate you. And um, and X X X X S Cater X S Cater X S Cater. 
uh, you, I, I, I want you to know that you're welcome here. I, I haven't seen your name in the chat before, but uh, I'm glad you're here. And uh, and I, maybe you can call in one of these nights and uh, we can hear your story. Uh, Fridays and Saturdays, I have a call-in show. And so I encourage you to call in. And I hope that through your personal experience, we can help make sure that other people don't have to go through what you're going through. Maybe we can help you to uh, get some uh, some type of justice in the future because it's just horrible. I love you too, man. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for what you're going through. Rocky's girl, yeah, she's had a horrible experience too. My dad died last year from the jab. He was vaxxed against his knowledge and consent while under medical care for a simple outpatient surgery. Five months of torture later, he passed. These people need to pay for what they've done to us. There were people who like your father, were jabbed without their knowledge. There were people who were not given full information about what the possible side effects could be. There were people who were made to feel that if they didn't get the jab, they were going to lose their job. And let's be honest. I mean, if you lose your job, there goes your house. There goes your car. What about your credit cards? I mean, all of the things that your life depends on exist because you have work, because you have a salary. And if that salary goes away, then you are screwed. Your family is screwed. If your family is depending upon you, you know, I I am in that position. I think all of us are in that position. If it wasn't for your ability to bring home the bacon, to make a living, then everybody that counts on you loses. And I'm so sorry that, uh, that, that that happened. Awful. Yes, Nuremberg 2.0 is exactly what we need. Esther says, Zach, you're a sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you very much, Esther. You're a sweetheart, too. I appreciate your support. So earlier today, Joe Biden uh, delivered some remarks on the one-year anniversary of the PACT Act in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, This was a uh, massive motorcade uh, that he took to George E. Walgren Department of Veterans Affairs and uh, Medical Center in Salt Lake City. Here is uh, footage of him departing. Spending all kinds of tax dollars to keep him safe. (laughs) Aaron, good to see you. Truth is out there for sure. Oh, no, that's not Aaron. (laughs) That's Truth Quest with Aaron Mortiarty up here. Pray for the jab. But truth is out there. Nice tan, Zach. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I do what I can to maintain this skin. It's not hard living down here in Florida, let me tell you. Are those vehicles electric, the RNC research wants to ask? (laughs) No, they're not electric. The only people who can drive electric are the people who can afford it. Uh, Certainly, uh, they're not going to have electric vehicles for somebody like Joe Biden or even the energy secretary. They're going to be driving gasoline-powered vehicles because gas-powered vehicles offer the best reliability, certainly the best uh, performance as well. So this is a story in regards to Joe Biden finally admitting that he has a granddaughter, Navy Joan Roberts, that Hunter Biden had with a former stripper, London Roberts. Now, I'm uh, not 
belittling anybody who has uh, had to engage in sex work before. Certainly, if that's something that you've had to do, hopefully you've learned your lesson that it's not a worthwhile pursuit. Uh, If you believe that the only value inherent in you is the selling of your body, then I sincerely hope that you can come to Jesus and learn that you have so much more value than that. Uh, Obviously, the birth of Navy Joan Roberts uh, should have been a blessing for Hunter and his family, but it's something they had to cover up for quite some time. Here we go. And uh, and now my I have a, a bunch of grandchildren. They all have Secret Service, and my daughter has Secret Service, and you know it's it's just wonderful. <laughs> and uh, do you think that the stripper baby? The one that they only just recently admitted exists. Does she have Secret Service? No. Navy Joan Roberts does not have Secret Service protection. They have refused. Joe Biden himself has refused to give London Roberts Secret Service protection. So although he finally admitted she is in existence They're not giving her the same protections they're offering to everybody else. Hunter Biden, he had Secret Service protection all the way into the courtroom in Washington, D.C., or excuse me, in Delaware very recently. So anyways, uh, this story kind of disturbed me just a little bit. Uh, Apparently a 75-year-old Utah man, the day before Joe Biden is scheduled to speak in Utah, Uh, was killed in an FBI raid yesterday morning. His name was Craig Robertson, 75-year-old man, shot and killed early Wednesday morning, according to the FBI in Salt Lake City. This is a picture from his Facebook page. What do you want to bet that this uh, goes along with the FBI's narrative that uh, conservative religious people, uh, white extremists, are the greatest threat to the the republic. Looks like he's got a patch that says infidel strong, perhaps. According to reports, uh, Roberts was facing three counts after he posted threats to Joe Biden. Interstate threats, threats against the president, and influencing, impeding, and retaliating against federal law enforcement officers by threat. Uh, apparently... He threatened to kill Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and officials that were prosecuting Trump in a series of social media posts. It was reported, he said, I hear Biden is coming to Utah, digging out my old ghillie suit and cleaning the dust off my M24 sniper rifle. This was in a post uh, that allegedly uh, issued uh, or, or arose to the uh, point of complaint. Now, we don't have any other details about this raid. We just know that he was shot and killed early Wednesday in this raid, probably because Joe Biden was coming to Utah. The FBI did confirm to ABC News that the raid was in connection with this investigation into the alleged threats against Joe Biden and others. Uh, One of the officials speaking with ABC News said the investigation began in April and the Secret Service was notified by the FBI in June. In addition to these threatening posts, uh, it was said that he was under investigation uh, after he was saying that he was making plans to take physical action. The threats were deemed credible. 
Uh, the FBI in Salt Lake City said the shooting took place around 6.15 a.m. You know they like to come in early so you're not prepared. Uh, they attempted to serve a search warrant at his residence in Provo, Utah. Uh, they said the FBI takes all incidents of shootings involving our agents very seriously. I'll, I'll tell you right now, the FBI does not F around. In accordance with FBI policy, the shooting incident is under review by the FBI's inspection division, all as this as an ongoing matter. We have no further details to provide. Here is live video that a neighbor recorded in the morning. Obviously, the FBI had quite the presence. Oh, wow. Okay. That sounded like the moment they got in there. Now, obviously, we don't have any further information. They're not going to release body cam footage from something like this. Um, But I I think that the reason I wanted to make sure we reported on this story uh, is because I have always said that you cannot be saying certain things online, no matter how frustrated you are, no matter how illegitimate you think Joe Biden is. Joe Biden is currently listed as the 46th president of the United States of America, and people take that seriously. This is not a time for us to engage in violence or threats or threats of violence. We have got to make sure that cooler heads prevail. Fed posting is what that's called. When you go and say things online, like you're going to do overt acts of violence against people who are in charge, you cannot do that. We do have some new details that have been released later on this afternoon. Uh, We had that video of the neighbors, but... We see that uh, the neighbor shot that 23-second clip in the moments leading up to his death. It shows agents in protective clothing advancing at the door and yelling at him. Uh, Several words were exchanged back and forth. One of the agents throws a smoke bomb that explodes near his front door. Uh, At the time, uh, at no time, is Robertson firing at FBI agents during this raid. So the actual shooting is not shown on, uh, on tape. And I wouldn't put it past the FBI to have murdered this guy so that they could use this narrative uh, to suggest that patriots are dangerous and uh, going to do crazy things. An attorney by the name of Marina Medvin notes that the FBI is almost certainly not telling the full story. She reveals that Robertson is morbidly obese and he'd have a hard time effectively carrying out an assassination attempt. Something about this story is off. The FBI made a case against an obese man in his 70s based on Facebook posts. Let's take a look at these images right here. Here is a picture of Robertson. He's uh, an overweight 70-year-old man. Obviously, in this photo, he's holding a rifle. Jay Whitebread says, I can't believe this has happened. I will get more details soon. This guy was a threat to no one. He was an elderly 300-pound guy who could barely walk with a cane, took care of his disabled adult son, liked to make furniture. My God, what is this country coming to? Neighbor says it was not the police, but the FBI. What the ever-loving F 
How is an elderly man who can barely walk a threat to anyone? What the hell is going on? Well, it's quite obvious that this is the narrative they needed to portray. Here are some pictures from his Facebook. You can see he obviously had weapons. He was a Second Amendment advocate. Pictures of himself in tactical gear, but that doesn't mean he is a danger to anyone specifically. At 6.15 in the morning, do you think this guy was waiting for the FBI behind the door, holding onto a rifle, any of these rifles? I highly doubt it. They probably shot and killed this guy in his bed and then said, hey, you know what? This is going to make a great story. We're going to go ahead and use it. Marina continues, maybe he pointed a gun at the feds, people in his house unexpectedly at 6 a.m. Did he fire it? Didn't sound like he fired it. Did they knock and announce themselves? What would have been his state of mind? It's 6.15 in the morning. He's probably totally out of it. This is obviously something that the people want to know. Billy C., who's a total moron, (laughs) uh, did Brianna have this kind of body armor and firepower? I doubt it. Brianna Taylor was living with her drug dealer boyfriend who opened fire on the police. He was the one shooting. It's Brianna Taylor's boyfriend's fault that she died. Uh, it's not uh, It's not Brianna Taylor's. Ah, look at this. And they're also celebrating the, uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 I guess the death or the, the birthday of St. Michael Brown. St. Michael Brown. Hang on. I think I actually have something uh, pulled up on this. Here we go. St. Michael Brown, nine years after he robbed an immigrant store owner and beat and bum-rushed a police officer, he got shot dead. Michael Brown is not who they said he was. They used him as an excuse to set St. Louis on fire. Today is his birthday. Nine years ago, leftists torched and looted dozens of businesses in Ferguson, Missouri, after he beat a cop, bum-rushed a cop, and then got shot dead. Months later, they burned down the city business district, and it's still never recovered. The officer was found not guilty in Brown's death. Of course, that was a different time altogether. That's not going to happen to you now. Barack Obama sent more representatives to Mike Brown's funeral than to the funeral of Dallas, Texas, when five police officers were shot dead during a Mike Brown riot. The left lied for months after Mike Brown's death, called him a gentle giant, saying he was a peace-loving individual who was starting school in a few weeks. He was jogging. (laughs) He was jogging, and he was a college student. Photos were then released of Mike Brown strong-arm robbing an immigrant at a local convenience store. And, of course, the media didn't want to report on that. They wanted to say that Michael Brown had said, hands up, don't shoot. But that was a lie. He never said that. He got shot dead because he charged the police. He beat an officer, nearly destroyed portions of his face, tried to get the gun from the officer, and that's why Mike Brown got shot. He was uh, early on, before the summer of love in 2020, and ever since then, we've got leftist thugs getting paid millions of dollars for taking part in riots like this. If I would have known 
that all it took to get paid a couple million dollars was to try to beat up some cops and burn down some businesses, I might have done it myself. Let me say thank you to Fredo. Why was the FBI raiding him? Aren't presidential threats handled by the Secret Service? Doesn't pass the smell test. Yeah, no, I certainly... Presidential threats are handled by the Secret Service, but I think that the FBI is like the arresting agency. I don't know, but no, it does not smell right at all. Yeah, so Mike Brown, here is some pictures from devastation that uh, took place in 2013 after Mike Brown's uh, uh, killing at the hands of police because he was resisting and trying to steal guns. Uh, Here is the empty lot where this business once stood. Of course... Nobody wants to talk about that. The economic impact of this type of activity. All of these businesses burned down and destroyed because of Mike Brown's death. All right, so uh, I feel like there is a lot more that we can uh, possibly learn about this this Provo, Utah man, 75-year-old, 300-pound Seventy-five-year-old, three hundred-pound uh, threat to the United States of America. Uh, Blurticus says these stormtroopers will continue to rattle people early in the morning until our representatives put their damn foot down. And I hope they do. I certainly hope they do. Uh, I would also suggest, once again, nobody make anything like crazy threats online, and uh, please, please. If the cops bust into your house, uh, the last thing you need to do is reach for your Second Amendment materials, Um, even though that's the first thing that I think most people would do. If you got somebody busting in your front door, you're going to be grabbing your gun. I got my gun right next to the bed. Uh, You know, I mean, I am prepared for something like this, but if they were to bust down my door, that would probably be the end of me. All right. So early this morning. President Trump and his former driver, aide Walt Nauta, pled not guilty in the classified documents case. They just had a superseding indictment. These additional federal charges accuse him of misleading investigators. Uh, Trump's valet pled not guilty to charges of obstruction of justice and false statements in his appearing before U.S. Magistrate Judge Shanique Mills Maynard down here in Florida. Carlos Oliveira was a property manager at Mar-a-Lago. He appeared alongside Walt Nauta, but he did not enter a plea. As lawyers said, he does not yet have a local lawyer licensed to practice law in the state. President Trump, of course, has 37 federal counts brought against him back in June. He was charged with 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information and six other process crimes stemming from his conversations with his lawyer. Walt Nauta was indicted alongside President Trump. And last month, Jack Smith hit President Trump with three additional charges in this classified documents case. The superseding indictment was filed in the Southern District of Florida. It claims that President Trump was part of a scheme to delete security footage from Mar-a-Lago. Now, they pled not guilty because they didn't do any of this crap. Carlos Oliveira is unable to plead because he doesn't yet have a lawyer. Of course, they're going to try to bleed all these men dry. And the the uh, uh, Oliveira and Nada, they're hoping that they're going to turn on President Trump. Now, real quick, before we end, we got to talk about the case in Georgia. Uh, we mentioned yesterday that indictments seem imminent 
uh, the uh, the the prosecutor there in uh, Georgia is attempting to use President Trump's words against him, uh, where he was attempting to get people to look into claims of election fraud. And if you take a look at all of the stuff that happened in Fulton or Coffee or you know any of these counties, then it's quite obvious that there were some massive problems. I'm not going to go into the details of that because we've talked about it ad nauseum on this channel in the past. But what's really interesting is that a legal analyst on CNN uh, was a little bit nervous about the election case in Georgia. Uh, he started to say that the the possible charges against Trump are really alarming. His name is Ellie Honig. He was the guy that uh, uh, was kind of talking about this uh, in ways that were favorable to President Trump the other day, and I covered it then. Now, Danny Willis, the Fulton County DA, is expected to bring these charges. Um, He said, now we're also learning that Trump and some of his allies could soon face charges in Georgia over the alleged effort to overturn the 2020 election results. Sources tell CNN that Fulton County DA Fannie Willis is expected to seek charges against more than a dozen people. This is Victor Blackwell speaking uh, and introducing Ellie Honig. Ellie, let me start with you. Twelve people in Georgia racketeering. He said it's got to be. I mean, all the reporting is that Fannie Willis, the DA, is looking at charging racketeering here. And that tells me she's taking a very broad view of this case. Twelve people, by the way, is really alarming. Well, not alarming, but it's a big number for a case like this. But that's what the special grand jury foreman told us a couple of months ago, and that here it's going to be a large number of people. Blackwell then jumped in and said, no, that's not true. The grand jury did say, I mean, what this tells me is that I think just for perspective, Jack Smith has thus far charged one person named six co-conspirators. That's for the nationwide scheme. Fannie Willis is now going to indict over a dozen people in Georgia alone. Now, that could be she is focused on some of the more local officials who wouldn't necessarily be on Jack Smith's radar. But it's clear to me every piece of signaling that we've seen publicly has indicated that she's going to approach this very broadly, very aggressively. Now, Ellie Honig believes that the case against Trump in Georgia could blow up Jack Smith's indictment. How is that? Well, let's take a look at the clip. And there's no audio. And this is a uh, an advertisement, so we don't need to see it anyways. But hopefully I can get this audio to work for the clip itself. What the heck? Why isn't it working? Okay. Well, let's see if there's any other thank yous over here. Thank you to Full Metal, Full Mental Alchemist, the FBI, where evidence goes to die. Isn't that the truth? Uh, CJMM61, thank you for the 101 gold pills. Uh, thank you to Sean Joe for that cookie. Thank you to Vector, who says, God bless America, 07, and Nakaz808. I'm so glad to see you back here in the chat, brother. Aloha, good afternoon, finally catching another live show. I'm glad you're okay down there or over there in Hawaii. What the heck? What is this? What are all these ads? Why can't I get a a freaking video clip? This is annoying. You guys ever seen this power slap stuff on Rumble? 
the uh, professional face slapping. It's kind of crazy. Seen a couple of them. Okay, here we go. New information about what took place in that hearing very, very shortly. While we are waiting, CNN senior legal analyst Ellie Hoding is here with us. Ellie, what could we learn? from inside the courtroom, all these procedural things happening in Florida right now. Well, first things first, let's assume they're going to all plead not guilty. Yes. Right? Okay. That, that would be a shock. I think it's a fair, fair assumption. Let's start with the beginning. Uh, the big thing I'm looking at here is the calendar and the schedule, because this is a magistrate judge. He or she is not going to have the ability to push the trial date. But I want to know where the defendants making noises along those lines. Were they saying things like, Your Honor, now we have new charges. Now we have this third defendant, Mr. D. Oliveira. Therefore, we're going to need more time. And the schedule that's already been set, which, by the way, leads up to a trial date in May of 2024. Could it be that that's in jeopardy? I see you we have just got in. some new information, which is that Walt Nada pleaded not guilty. Okay. To the, to the new charges. And Carlos de Oliveira? His reign was postponed. We don't know why quite yet. Interesting. Uh, I wonder if it could have been another problem with the attorneys. You do need an attorney. There's a lot of attorneys admitted. that have been... Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we had hiccups with these... But this is a second time in. That's what I was going to say. We had hiccups in the initial days, a day or two, 48 hours after the... All right. I don't feel like listening to that whole thing, but... How could this blow up Jack Smith's case? Uh, well, uh, if that dozen indictments is going to cause a problem in the scheduling of Jack Smith's case, perhaps that. Um, yeah, this uh, really important points here. Talk about the overlap. OK, so that could be it. The scheduling could overlap with Jack Smith's case and it could create some sort of issue there. First of all, there's no legal basis, no legal bar on Fannie Willis and Jack Smith, one a county prosecutor, one a federal prosecutor, charging the same person, even with essentially the same conduct. Seems kind of like uh, uh, double jeopardy. I suppose that uh, they could go after him uh, all at once. There could be tension, first of all, on trial dates. There's only so many trial dates to go around. So if somebody has cooperated with Jack Smith's team and Fannie Willis goes in and indicts that person, that's what we could call blowing up the cooperator. There's going to be a big problem for Jack Smith in particular. Okay, so I can see that. So if Jack Smith gives somebody, I don't know, uh, immunity in something, or Fannie Willis gives this individual immunity, and then they get charged in another venue, then they have uh, they have no... They have no reason to cooperate at that time. Uh, now, the timing of the trials obviously is, uh, is, in my opinion, set to interfere with President Trump's ability uh, to run for president. So Jack Smith uh, had just recently, it was revealed that uh, the uh, prosecutor was able to get a warrant to look at President Trump's Twitter account. Uh, they're saying that uh, that was because they were afraid that President Trump was planning to flee from prosecution. I find that difficult to believe. President Trump is not attempting to flee from anything. He wants to face this head on and he wants justice in the courtroom. Uh, there is no reason that I can see that President Trump would seek to run, especially when he is under the protection of the Secret Service, uh, there's uh, nowhere on planet Earth that President Trump could go that people would reasonably uh, be able to uh, keep him hidden. Um, 
So I just don't buy it. I think that it's another reason for them to look into President Trump's personal communications. Obviously, it would put anybody that he spoke with on Twitter in some sort of legal jeopardy because uh, the the uh, the special counsel's office and anybody else who is looking to prosecute President Trump has used the tactic of going after the people that are closest to him. Now, uh, President Trump did give an interview on Newsmax last night. Uh, the GOP is asking anyone in the GOP field uh, to sign this pledge that they would support the nominee. And obviously it's it's a ceremonial thing. Ron DeSantis just signed it. Uh, clearly, he's not going to be the GOP nominee for president. But what they want is for people to, on the record, say that they're going to support whoever the GOP has on the ticket. President Trump should be the only person on the ticket. He says that he can think of three or four people that he wouldn't support for president. So he's not going to go ahead and sign it. Uh, it also came out yesterday that the January 6th committee illegally deleted all of their records. Now, that's clearly an illegal act. It interferes with President Trump's ability to call that information into evidence so that he can use it to support him and his case. And he said as much yesterday, it is an illegal act. So the fact that he has subpoena powers means that he should have been able to get that information to bring it into the courtroom uh, because it shows that uh, overwhelmingly he believed he had lost, excuse me, that he had won, that Joe Biden had lost, that the election was stolen. Uh, so we need to be able to see all that information. The American people chose Republicans to lead the 118th Congress, a letter from uh, Kevin McCarthy said. Uh, this is in a letter to the January 6th Commission. On January 3rd, 2023, your work as chairman of the select committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol will come to an end. And for those reasons, I remind you and your staff of the committee to preserve all records collected and transcripts of testimony taken during your investigation in accordance with House Rule 7. As the chairman, regardless of who may be directing the work on your committee, you are responsible for the work done by its staff and members. So who actually deleted all that data? It uh, goes stands to reason that whoever it was wanted to hide the information that the January 6th committee was able to dig up. Kinzinger and Cheney were on that commission. Their communications with anybody would be something that I think would be highly interesting to go ahead and see. But uh, for all of the time and money that they spent putting those investigations, those uh, those interviews and all of their data together, uh, that would be something that the public should be able to see. Uh, and as Kevin McCarthy stated, they had the legal obligation to ensure that all of that data would be passed on uh, to whoever needed to see it after that. So the select committee they claim, uh, was not obligated to archive all video recordings and transcribed interviews. And uh, this, they, they say, based on guidance from House authorities, the select committee determined that the written transcripts provided by nonpartisan professional official reporters, which the witnesses and select committee staff had the opportunity to, to review, were the official permanent records of transcribed interviews and depositions for the purposes of Rule 7. So that should have been given over. And the statements of people on that committee suggested that they had no right to destroy their records. The storm has arrived. The storm redo on Twitter had this clip from Jamie Raskin uh, where he's talking about President Trump destroying records. Take a listen to this. Secret Service has said, oh, yeah, big mistake. Oops-a-daisy. Uh, we can't find them. 
Do you buy their explanation at all? Is it for sale? Isn't it a little odd that all of the texts would vanish for January 6th and January 5th? You know, of, of all the days, what an odd coincidence that is. When this first came to light, when the Inspector General of the Department of Homeland Security first made us aware that these records may have disappeared, uh, I, I think was very misleading uh, in saying that no records relevant to our inquiry were destroyed. Uh, but acknowledging that records were destroyed. Well, if they were destroyed, how do they know they were not pertinent text messages? I will say this. In the very least, it is quite crazy that the Secret Service would actually end up deleting anything related to one of the more uh, infamous days in American history, particularly when it comes to uh, the role of the Secret Service. I do think, though, that it's concerning uh, that you have... Uh, text messages, apparently, um, and, and this is based on the news reporting, but text messages apparently of some of the senior officials, uh, people like Cash Patel, uh, apparently um, not available. There's a requirement for federal agencies to maintain records. Um, you know, an agency that was such a key part of a critical event in our history, um, one would assume they had done everything possible to preserve those records, to analyze them, to determine, you know, what kind of things went right or went wrong that day in, in their practices and procedures. And you know, we are looking into this. That's why we're subpoenaing them. We want to make sure that we understand the bottom line. Like, where are these text messages? Can they be recovered? And we've subpoenaed them because they're legal records that we need to see for the committee. I have to say that statement that we saw from the Secret Service, uh, that basically there were messages lost, but none of them pertain to what we're investigating. I don't know how, if they're lost, you can draw that conclusion with such confidence. Mm. I'll tell you this, that everybody who has tried to hide a fact and hide the truth from this committee has gotten his or her comeuppance because there are other people coming forward to tell the truth all the time. So how ironic that when it applies to everyone else, they had the responsibility to preserve those records. And as it was pointed out, you know, these federal agencies do have a, uh, a preservation uh, requirement. The select committee had the exact same preservation requirement, and it begs the question, what was in those records? We'll never know now. We have no way of knowing. They collected all of that evidence. They probably handed over certain things to the special counsel's office, but then they neglected to keep it themselves. So finally, guys, the end game here from James Comer is to get Joe and Hunter Biden into Congress. They're going to subpoena them. And they're going to get them on record to discuss their personal business dealings and their pay-to-play schemes. And once they're under oath, it will be their requirement to tell the truth. Do they really expect them to tell the truth? No. But I expect them to be forced to engage in Fifth Amendment protecting behavior, uh, to plead the Fifth so that they don't have to incriminate themselves. I think that that will be very, very nice to see. What if Maxine Waters is a double agent? That would make a good movie. Backdoor Biden. I It certainly would be a big, big move, but I just don't see it. I think that Maxine Waters is a lifelong career criminal <clears throat> who has taken Taking advantage of the people of her district. Cheese Peds. All right. So James Comer said earlier today that he plans to subpoena all members of the Biden family. That includes Joe, Hunter, Frank, Jim, all of them. He's going to bring them in. 
to testify about their foreign bribery and corruption schemes. And I think that this will make for some pretty entertaining television. Hopefully it's going to be broadcast live and not done behind closed doors. Now, he said this on an interview with Maria Bartiromo earlier this morning. He said this was always the end with the Bidens coming in in front of the committee. We are going to subpoena the family. So we have an opportunity to ask them about the millions of dollars that they were paid by foreign business and government interests. We're going to have the opportunity to question them about the certain things that were done in the interest of these pay-to-play schemes. We're going to have an opportunity to question him about Hunter Biden's drug use and Joe Biden's knowledge uh, and own personal statements and meetings with all of these individuals. He said that the committee also wants to speak with about three or four more Biden associates first before this happens. Uh, obviously, they want statements from all of these people in regards to the Biden's criminal family dealings before they get the coup de gras, all of these actual Biden family members to come on in, uh, because it will be a significantly more impactful testimony if they already know the answers to the questions they're asking. So. Uh, this, my friends, should be a pretty good set of testimonies that are going to be given. So finally, oh, you guys, I forgot to tell you, Diane Feinstein uh, is in the hospital. I've fallen and I can't get up. I've fallen <clears throat> and I can't get up. I want to say thank you very much to Absolute1776 for providing me with that video when I asked him for it yesterday. So uh, final thank yous. Uh, uh, high five, Zach. They killed the vid. They killed which vid? Which vid did they kill? Wouldn't surprise me if they killed uh, anything related to evidence in any of these stories that we talked about. All right, guys, that's all I have for you today. I don't have any more thank yous. There's no more donations. Let me just make sure by going. Oh, I need to say thank you to Spray and Pray, who yesterday on Cash App sent over a buck. Um yeah, yeah. Spray and pray. Uh, Jack White from the White Stripes is gay. <laughs> is he really? I mean, I can understand that you're just saying like uh, casually that he's gay, but I didn't know that Jack White had come out and admitted that he was gay. Um, let me see. Yes, uh, Rusty Qual. I heard it through the Feinstein. How much longer will you be swine? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't even know that Dianne Feinstein is still alive, to be honest with you. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they just, like, were keeping her on life support so that they could have somebody vote in her absence. But I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, Appreciate you guys for being here. Thanks a lot for hanging out. Until next time, which will be tomorrow at 9 p.m., I will see you all. Let me tell you who my guest is going to be tomorrow at 9 p.m. Um that's going to be uh, uh, Dr. Witcher. He is a, uh, a doctor who stood up in uh, the face of COVID tyranny. So we're going to be talking to him about a whole bunch of different things related to these excess deaths that we're talking about. And then on Saturday, I have a show scheduled with uh, with a, uh, a viewer of the program, Ramona Bell. We're going to be talking about her Bigfoot investigation. So I am actually super excited to get back to some old Red Pill 78 paranormal uh, woo-woo roots because uh, I believe in Bigfoot. And uh, even if you don't, it should be a good story. So until that time, good luck. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.
hope everybody listening calls in on Saturday with your Bigfoot stories. I want to hear about them, and I want to hear about anything paranormal. I, I cannot wait to get back to this subject. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough 
through in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.